You are on Off the Pitch with me, Lizette Khan. It's just gone 18 minutes after 7. It is SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. If you do want to give us a call, our number is 0891104207. Tell us about some of your special memories when it comes to Mama Winnie. It's 0891104207. Or you can also SMS us on SMS. Number is 40938. And SMSs are charged at 1.50. Now, we live in a beautiful country and people paid the ultimate price. They sacrificed everything so that we can have freedom in this country. And one thing that we don't do enough of is actually celebrate and travel and see what wonderful places we have in Mzanzi. So today we are going to be talking about Limpopo. We're going to be discovering Limpopo with a very special lady. Her her hashtag, well, her, her, her Twitter handle is at Nomadic Michelle. Uh, I just know her as Michelle. Michelle is, of course, I think one of the people who has most widely traveled the country. She's also just a great soul. So we're going to be chatting to her uh, and in a few minutes and discovering uh, South Africa and discovering Limpopo in particular. Then we're going to talk about fitness. We're going to talk about how to be fully fit. And we're going to be getting tips on how to make time for fitness and exercise. That's from uh, Mapulun Lovo. She is a fitness trainer. I don't know about you, but uh, yeah, no, training is definitely one of those things that I find I have zero, zero time for. So that's in our first hour. It's going to be a jam-packed our first hour because we're going to be also playing some of your favorite songs. So do also give us a call if you have a song that you would like to hear or if you just have a memory, something that you'd like to share, not just of Mama Winnie, but also just looking at your travels across the country, uh, some of your favorite places that you would like us to also discover. Do give us a call. That number is 0891 Or you can also hit us up on Twitter. We're at, F- SA- at SAFM Radio. And that all-important hashtag is off the pitch. And I'm at Lizzie underscore Khan. Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time to come into SAFM today. Really, really appreciate it. You, of course, are a travel writer. You're also the editor of a travel anthology that's called Those Who Travel Meet Themselves. Yes. That sounds so deep. (laughs) It actually is. I think often what I've found is that in all my travels, I've always met a part of myself that I didn't actually... um, realize was there before so there's always like something unearthed when you travel Mm -hmm. and so that's why the title of that travel anthology is those who travel meet themselves because you meet parts about you parts within you that you never knew existed sometimes it's a strength sometimes it's a weakness that becomes a strength so nothing will open your eyes like travel can tell me one of those moments for you that you felt was pivotal in your life that was possibly life-changing on one of your travels one of those moments of discovery. I think one of those was, was probably when I got lost incredibly in South Korea. I was supposed <laughs> to be connecting on a domestic flight and uh, I was uh, questioned because I had like four pairs of shoes. <laughs> so That is a nice thing. Michelle loves shoes. Exactly. Yes, I do. And I was, I was sitting there and I could realize that, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss my connecting flight. <gasps> And then I missed it. And then I was trying to make sense of everything. But nobody actually understood what I was saying. Because not a lot of people actually speak English on that side of the world. So I I was going to Sunchon. And Mm -hmm. I kept... And it's spelled exactly like luncheon, except with an S. S. So I kept on saying, I'm going to Sanchin, Sanchin. And no one understood where I was going until someone picked up and said, oh, Sunchon. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, seven hours later. <laughs> seven hours? Yes. Yeah, and I wanted to cry. But I thought, I'm going to be sitting here and I won't even be able to tell anyone what I- 
<laughs> why I'm so hot. So, <laughs> so yeah, seven hours later and I finally made my way and got onto a bus that got me to Sunchon. So I missed my connecting flight, um, money down the drain. And uh, I ended up on a uh, bus all the way to Sunchon. And the guy who was sitting next to me, I thought he couldn't speak any English. So I started praying as, as I was getting closer to the town. I was like, please, Jesus. Because <laughs> I didn't have the numbers for the person who was meeting me on the other side. It was just like, and then this guy turns around and says to me, uh, where are you going to? <laughs> you know, it's the worst feeling in the world when you're sitting next to someone and the whole entire time you didn't think you could be. And how long was that bus trip? It was four hours. And I didn't think I could communicate to them the whole entire time. And oh, then they just turned around in English and I was like, really, Jesus? Really? <laughs> so what did you learn about yourself in that experience? And that it doesn't help to cry. Sometimes you just have to, you know, suck it up mm-hmm. and re- and okay, say to yourself, okay, we're two from here mm. and start again from scratch. And so all I had to focus on was getting to the end point. And I learned to that I can actually survive even when I don't know where I'm going. And I feel so unsure and so incredibly lost and alone. Is that a piece of advice that you would give to many travelers? Because I think, I think traveling is sort of like planning the ultimate wedding. You know, you plan, you've got this, this, this like vision in your mind of how this wedding should be. And it never turns out that way. There's exactly. always stuff that goes wrong. And it always happens as well when you're traveling. You know, inevitably something will happen that isn't what you thought it would be. Yep. You know, you know it, it, kid might be sick or somebody might get hurt. There's a bee sting. But there's, there's always something when you're traveling that doesn't always go according to plan. Yeah, Absolutely. So is that kind of like sort of advice that you would give travelers? Yes, and you must be open to that. Sometimes we want things to be so perfect. But in in the imperfection, there's so much to be learned and there's such gems in that imperfection. So definitely that is something that anybody can learn from. Travelling alone, travelling within a group, mm-hmm. you learn so much about yourself at each and every time that you go out there. Now talking about learning, I think one of the things we need to do more of is learn about South Africa. So yeah. today we are going to discover Limpopo. Yes. Now, I, I don't know about most people, but when I think Limpopo, I think scorching heat. <laughs> I think very, very hot. <laughs> and, and I think dry. But it's not really. No, I think, you know, Limpopo is a gem. It really is a gem. Um, you, you've got tropical weather. You've got that scorching and somewhat dry. Yeah. But I don't know. It, 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 once you're there, your body always adapts. Yes. And I love the heat. So I'm definitely not against it. And well, you, from Polokwane all the way through Mahubaskluf is mm-hmm. a totally different uh, weather in Mahubaskluf. And, uh, and as you continue down towards Zanin, it's, it's really beautiful. You know, there's Debengeni Falls, there's different areas which you can have different kinds of temperature. So all the way through, from Polokwane all the way to, most probably Toyondo, I haven't gone that far yet. I've been to Toyondo, that's how how I know it's really hot. (laughs) Now, can you fly into Polokwane? I I didn't know that there is a flight that goes to Polokwane. You actually can fly into Polokwane. You can fly into Polokwane on Airlink. They have several flights um, a day and you can fly into there. I prefer flying because, you know, Road tripping is great, but driving back is, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Especially in South Africa, because we've got some of the most dangerous roads in the world. Exactly. And particularly that stretched 
yes. tends to have quite a few accidents. accidents. So I'd rather just fly in an airlink. It makes life much easier. It's easy. Is, is, it, is it affordable? Because a lot of times as South Africans, we tend to think that traveling within the country mm-hmm. is quite expensive. Yeah. So is it affordable? If, if I'm coming from, let's say, from Johannesburg or from Cape Town or from Durban, are, are there, is this an affordable place to travel into and then to visit if you're looking through the different places in Limpopo? So, for instance, if you were flying in, I actually checked flights before I, I came in. Um, and if you were flying in, one of the cheapest flights into Bulukwane is about 2,600 return. return. Yes. So, and that's from Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not too sure of what the cost would be then if you were flying in from Cape, Cape Town, Town or from um, Durban. Durban. So, it's Edward, more or less the same. Yes. Area. So, but in terms of. Once, once you get there, you have you can decide what you're going to do. So you can take it easy mm-hmm. and start off in Polokwane overnight in Polokwane. Um, you know, if you have kids, Maropa Sun is really great because they've got a snake park. They've got all sorts of activities for kids. So whilst most of the time, if you don't live in Polokwane, you might think that there actually isn't a lot of stuff to do. But they actually do have a lot of, of, of stuff to do. And there's quite a lot of different types of um, accommodation establishments as well so that's the great part Mm -hmm. so you can overnight over there and then from there continue on then to Mahubastula for instance yeah now would you say that this is an, a nice how long is the flight from Johannesburg to Polokwane? it's not even 50 minutes so, so, so this is something that you could put, potentially do like a weekend getaway with the girls or a weekend getaway with you know a romantic getaway absolutely. with somebody absolutely yes you definitely can. It's it's just perfect that way. Mm-hmm. Fly out on a Friday, half past four flight, land there. You know, you'll be having sundowners in Limpopo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And from there, you know, have dinner somewhere. They have some really great places. So you'll, you'll definitely be spoiled for choice when it comes to good food. Um, Tell me a little bit about the food because I know that, they, you know, Limpopo is, is definitely renowned for their beers. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. so what else is there that when you're looking at Limpopo that you have to try when you are there? So when I was there, I had a Zwagala beer because I particularly go around tasting beers that are made within the area. So that one is made by people from Limpopo. And I particularly like the brewery because they're doing a lot of, of... of employing the youth and also getting them trained and educated. So I like that ki- supporting that kind of business because okay. then I know it looks after the people in the area. It's mm-hmm. not just where someone just has a job. So yeah, Zogala beer, excellent. They have all kinds. So definitely with, and it's very scenic. And you know, the interesting part as well is in the area that Zogala is in, mm-hmm. it's um, the start of the Drakensberg. So, Ooh, you know, that beautiful. for me, yeah, I love the berg. I love yes. the berg, yeah. Now, if, if you could say to somebody who has never traveled across yeah. South Africa, you know, what are some of the do's and what are some of the don'ts when you're traveling? Uh, let's start with Limpopo because that's the one that we're mm-hmm. looking at. What are, you know, what are some things that you have to remember? Sunscreen, a hat, you know, yeah. all those sort of things. Okay, good. Because I was thinking, what not to do? There's <laughs> very little I don't do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink and drive. Let's yes, start definitely not that. Yes. Not that. Not that. Like no. that, you must just leave aside. <laughs> so definitely, lots of sunscreen in Limpopo. Um, if you into adventure, then uh-huh. you definitely need to make sure that you do things like the canopy tours. I've done quite a few canopy tours, and that must probably is the most scenic I've ever been on. Uh, really beautiful, excellent, excellent. You know, the landscape is just beautiful. Uh-huh. It's really a stunning. 
rivers, waterfalls, and you just rocketing across them, you know, zigzagging away. So lots of sunscreen when you're doing that. And do they have abseiling as well? Yes, they do have abseiling. Okay. They do have abseiling. Most probably, I've abseiled quite a bit, uh, and but that one was a bit scary for me. Everybody said I looked like I was dying. <laughs> They're like, but your face, Madame Michelle. Your... <laughs> So, but I did it, you know, and I did it twice after that. It was the shortest abseil I've ever done, but it was so sharp. Yeah. And so I, I, I really, I felt, most probably because I didn't know where to put my feet. I kept on trying to find a oh, place. Footing. to place. Yes. yes. And so that really had me like a bit shaken inside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're looking at sunscreen. We're looking at a sun hat. Obviously yes. some water, I think. Yes, also. lots of water. Oh yeah. my God, you must keep hydrated in Limpopo. It is not the place to not be hydrated. It, you'll get dehydrated super quickly because you're constantly sweating, you know. Mm. And make sure your car is serviced. If you're going, well, if you're picking up a rental, you don't have to worry about yes. that because Avis and all of them come in handy for that kind of stuff. But yeah. If I'm traveling with young children, because yes. I've got a little boy who's four years yeah. old, is, is there stuff for him to do? Because I, I mean, I don't see him abseiling and no. I certainly don't, do not see him doing like a canopy tour. Is there stuff for, for, for him to do as a four-year-old? Yes, there is stuff for him to do. It depends on what it is that interests him. So mm-hmm. like if, for instance, if he doesn't like snakes like me, then he, he loves snakes. <laughs> so he he, he loves would love. Snakes. There was a guy named Penwell who's uh, the snake keeper. Handler, Not Penwell, yeah. pencil. Yes. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And everybody was like, wow, pencil, you're sharp as a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. Joe Burgers always. Yes, <laughs> must have a sharp comeback. You know? <laughs> so, th- so there is a snake park? Yes, there's a snake park. There's also, um, you can picnic at Debengeni Falls, which is really beautiful. Um, it, it, it's, it's, Quiet, but there's a lot of discovery for little kids. Uh-huh. So they can take a nice little walk, and you can take the walk with them. There's just one spot. You always have to follow the rules in places um, that have rocks, for instance, because yes. you can easily, if there's rocks and water, you can easily slip, and you don't want that. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dimingini Falls does have some uh, beautiful rocks, but don't walk on them. So that's always great uh, because then you can actually take some time out to have a picnic there and mm-hmm. spend some good family time. Um, so lots of discovery for kids because then they can go for hikes. Um, and it, they actually have quite a few areas where you could go for hikes as well. Even in, Mach- in Machubeskloof, there was a little small two-kilometer hike. So it's not too far, you know, for yes. a child. Yeah. That's the thing. You don't want to uh, put too much strain on their little bodies. Mm. So, yeah, but they'll enjoy that. And just, you know, like I was digging in the river and discovering little, <laughs> there's a five-rand coin. And I was like, oh, look, a five-rand coin. And the guide was like, hey, you don't know who put it there. <laughs> <laughs> or why. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, what if it's someone's bed? Like, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I ran straight back in the water. <laughs> it's 28 minutes uh, to 8 o'clock. I'm in conversation with Michelle Green-Thompson. We're talking about discovering Lumbobo. It's a beautiful place, uh, a part of South Africa that I think that a lot of people don't really think about uh, traveling to when they think, oh, let's you know, go for a weekend getaway. Mm-hmm. Nobody's saying let's go to Limpopo, Bolokwane. So it, it's very interesting to hear that, you know, they have all these places that people can go to and experience. I know I'm thinking of my parents. My parents are in their 60s going mm-hmm. into their 70s. And, you know, they tend to go for hotels that are like comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they, they like the casinos because everything is there. I think mm-hmm. a lot of older people like casinos. Yes. Is there something like that um, in, in in the Limpopo region? So in Bulokwane, there's Marapasan, which mm. does have a casino in it. Mm. So that's really great. Um, they also have the best onion rings. Uh, I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> random piece of information. <laughs> but yeah, it's probably the best iron mix I've had in my whole life. Uh-huh. So yeah, Maropa Sun is definitely the spot. Um, and all further on, for instance, in Ma- in Makhubuskluf area, they've also got a comfortable hotel. So you, you've got hotels and you've got as well you've got park in but uh the par- uh, park in for instance in Polokwane um if i remember correctly they have they have an area for drinks and that but there is no additional entertainment, entertainment. like a casino but they must probably do get people in for you know to sing light music in the mm. background which is always great you know when you're having a conversation and taking in the sights. <laughs> so. uh, of course, and then it kind of creates atmosphere. Absolutely. It's great to create Absolutely. such atmosphere. Looking at, at, at Limpopo, is there anything that you, looking at the region, would say that, that we need to do more of when it comes to development, um, looking at where, as a country, we need to be spending our funds to be more fully focused uh, from a tourism perspective in that area, infrastructure-wise also? Well, you know, the roads are really good. I always look at that first Mm -hmm. because that's a big factor. I've always praised KZN for their roads because once you hit KZN, you you know, you you know why you're paying that money for the toll gates. (laughs) (laughs) So that is kudos to uh, to Limpopo for having that, um, which then makes it easy as well. If you were to travel from Bulukwane all the way to Palabora Mm -hmm. uh, to go into the Kruger National Park, because often, uh, you know, the other side of the Kruger when you go in through Nelspray, it's quite saturated. Yes. Yes. So if you wanted to go into the Kruger via Palaboro, then, of course, uh, that would be a fantastic route to take. So I know that they're actually putting in quite a bit of money into Palaboro to make it more family-friendly and to create more activities for families as well within that area. So it's definitely a place to watch out for Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of improvements taking place. And I think it's going to be the more family-friendly side of the Kruger, if one can call it that. So I'm sure they'll have more establishments as well that are children friendly, because that's a big part as well. Michelle, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate you taking the time to come in to chat to us. We have discovered Limpopo, but if you do want to hear a little bit more about Limpopo, do go on to Michelle's website. And Instagram. And Instagram. <laughs> you do blog as well. I yes, think there's a I lot do. of blogging that you yeah. do. Yeah, but really, Michelle travels widely across the country. She is known for taking very fun videos. <laughs> Those videos are very, very entertaining. So do do go in, onto her Instagram page. What is your, your page? At Nomadic at Michelle. Nomad- yeah. at, that's so on Twitter, Twitter, at Nomadic handle. Michelle. On Facebook, at Nomadic Michelle. So yeah, you can always find me in a twist somewhere in the middle of somewhere. <laughs> Thank you very much. That is Nomadic Michelle. We were chatting about exploring Limpopo and exploring this beautiful country. We have a wonderful country that many people paid the ultimate price for in order for us to enjoy. So do take the time. We'll be back after this break.